Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview elite entrepreneurs and I thank you for joining us. This show is dedicated to helping you turn your vision into reality. Today, we're going to discuss connecting on podcasts with Ryan Estes and Brandy Whalen. Just before we bring them on, the Tony D'Urso Show has now gone video. Catch all my new shows going forth on TonyDurso.com slash rumble for the video or TonyDurso.com slash podcast for the audio. You can continue listening to the audio podcast just about everywhere as you normally do. And if you want to listen while jogging, walking the dog, working around the house, and so forth, the best place to go for just audio is TonyDurso.com slash podcast. New shows are going video, so head on over to TonyDurso.com slash rumble and check out what's there. I do this for you because I know it's a challenge to read everybody's book, take everybody's classes, listen to everybody's podcast to get the help you need for your career or to grow your business. And I interview some of the most successful people in the world whom I call elite entrepreneurs. And like you're going to hear in just a moment, they share their journey and provide wisdom, guidance, and advice you can use to take things up another level. And that's why you should join me on Rumble and subscribe to my Rumble channel. And if you know someone whom you believe would be helped by this, please share. Thank you kindly. Today, we're going to talk about connecting on podcasts with Ryan Estes and Brandy Whalen. Let's see what we can learn today. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary recap of what we went over. So stay tuned for that. Brandy Whalen is a shiny object chaser, excited by new challenges and new opportunities. Each day, she gets to hear founder stories, entrepreneurial journeys, and ideas that are not fully formed. And this is what drives her to do what she does. Ryan Estes is co-founder of Kitcaster. He's owned a media and marketing agency for the last 10 years. For eight of those years, he hosted the Founders Podcast Talk Launch. Consistently ranked in the iTunes Top 100 Podcasts, he's recorded over 300 interviews with more than a quarter million downloads. Here we go. Hi, Ryan and Brandy. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Thanks, Tony. Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks, Tony. The honor is mine. We have everything in common that's really rare these days. We have podcasting, martial arts, and coffee. It's great. It's a trifecta. I I think we should do a series on this or better yet. We should start a new podcast because I love these topics. I'll keep talking about them forever. Now, for our audience here, which is comprised of entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, small business owners, We're going to give you a lot of information on how to really get your voice out there and how to connect on podcasts. We are going to learn from some pros. I mean, there's some really good stuff that Ryan and Brandy have done that we're going to tell you all about. Let's start with some of the basics here and introduce you to our audience. Let's follow your journey to success. Brandy, let's start with you. How did it, how did it all start for you? What's your backstory? Yeah, that's a, um, it's been an interesting journey for sure. I uh, come from the world of public relations. So you know, this, um, the idea of getting folks uh, out into the world. Um, I was no stranger to that, but a stranger to podcasts. And when podcasts became a popular 
avenue for um, folks to kind of share their journeys or stories. Uh, just deciding to take the plunge with Ryan and jumping into pretty much a PR-esque sort of a service, but solely focused in podcasting so that entrepreneurs, executives, really anyone with expertise can go on a podcast and share their knowledge with the host and their listeners. Thank you so much, Brandy. And full disclosure for the audience, I get a number of top level elite entrepreneur guests from Ryan and Brandy, and I am so pleased And that's why I invited them because they're giving me such great people. So if you want to get on a lot of really good podcasts, I highly recommend checking out what they have to say. And uh, we're going to give you their website. Well, here it is, kitcaster.com. We're going to give give you more information about that so that all of you can really spread your, your name and really get out there. Ryan, tell us about yourself. You bet. Thanks, Tony. Um, so I started a media marketing agency 10 years ago. Right about the same time, I had two small children and I was kind of pivoting out of my music career. And I'll say career with air quotes. Um, <laughs> being a local musician isn't necessarily the fulcrum of commerce. Uh, so basically made the decision like, hey, man, I need to buckle down and uh, think about providing for the family. So I did that. And I ended my music career and started work on this agency. Well, one thing about that um, that I didn't anticipate was kind of a feeling of malaise and depression, maybe a mild depression, because I wasn't seeing my, my buddies in the band. You know, at first I thought it'd be like the creative release, but really what it was was like band practice and the camaraderie of being like with the guys that I really loved about music and missed. Um, about the same time, I had about an hour and a half commute each way to the office, which was brutal. Um, so I ran through my Led Zeppelin playlist pretty quick. And at that point, really discovered podcasting. You know, it, it was this great podcast by this expat um, Korean Zen monk named Henry Grevenberg. And he had a, zir- a series of um, audio essays called The Zen Revolution. And I fell in love with this guy. Um, but then also I was like, wait a minute, there's what are these podcasts? And kind of the, the light bulb went off that there's podcasts about everything and started finding comedy podcasts and love that. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a podcast together. So between me and my buddies, we started a podcast called Eighth Grade Ball, which was just us hanging out. Basically, it was band practice without the music. And I started making podcasts. You know, this is probably 12, 13 years ago, something like that. And ever since then, podcasting has been kind of a part of what I do. That podcast kind of faded out. Um, with the agency, I started what, w- what was the Denver Business Podcast, where I would interview um, entrepreneurs and CEOs, founders of business here in Denver area, which I ended up recording 300 plus episodes over the years. And that's kind of how Brandy and I met. You know, she had some clients. She's was well-connected in Denver's uh, tech startup scene and would bring me her clients to interview. And so we just kind of clicked, you know? So it was probably a couple years ago that Brandy sat down with me at lunch and Brandy has this amazing way of just networking and bringing out ideas. She's like, what do you want to do? Let's do something, you know? So kind of the, the idea for Kitcaster was, was birthed out of that. And we've been kind of full steam ahead ever since. That's really great on your vision, Ryan. And Brandy, what created that vision? All of a sudden, you just went to Ryan and said, 
you've known him, you knew we podcast and you just had this vision for the podcasting connection company that you have now? Yeah. So, you know, working with some of my clients just on a more traditional PR side and starting to incorporate podcasts into our strategy and hearing from them that they would get off a podcast and they were like, that was amazing. It was fun. You know, I talked to this person for 45 minutes, an hour, and I got to tell my story and share some insight into who they are, really humanizing people and a brand in turn. So, you know, just hearing that feedback. And then also when we would share the episodes on LinkedIn, social feeds, blogs, they would just get so much more traction than, than any sort of mention in like an industry publication or, you know, some other sort of um, more traditional PR um, publication or news source. So, you know, that really kind of sparks this idea of like, let's go all in on podcasting. Brandy, what is that purpose? Why, what's the motivation? Why, why did you go this way? Well, I think it's important for, you know, I, I think that everyone has a story to share, whether you are a founder or um, a, an executive team member of a company. I just think that, you know, get connecting to the actual human behind a brand is so important. And when I listen to podcasts, and I hear somebody who founded a company and they tell their, their struggles. Um, they talk about like kind of what motivated them to do what they're doing. Just the whole, the complete entire, you know, biographical knowledge base that they're sharing. Um, it, it, for me, it personally connects me to a brand and brands that I maybe wouldn't even have thought of before, but now I'm interested in them. So bringing that to, kind of a, a wider audience and, and really kind of building a, a business around that, that purpose. Ryan, what's your motivation? Why, why do you podcast? Oh boy. Um, I'm probably pretty corny about this. Actually, uh, the folks around here are tired of hearing me talk about it, but I think podcasting is kind of a salve to, to, uh, soothe society. Um, you know, I worked with a media company. Um, I worked with social media for many years um, and really saw some kind of negative consequences to that, you know, particularly in the last four or five years. It's just kind of like this burning dumpster fire that never seems to end. It just gets worse and worse. There seems to be some kind of uh, negative toxicity built into social media for some reason. Um, whereas I really feel podcasting is the opposite. Like it really... Um, encourages us to to extend kind of the other way, <laughs> um, which is to be healing and nurturing and supportive, um, given the opportunity, even people with contrasting uh, opinions and views, you, you sit them down to talk and immediately they're going to extend the olive branch and try and meet somewhere in the middle, you know, just for the sake of a good conversation, just out of our shared uh, common manners and um, <laughs> and good decency. So I, I believe podcasting is incredibly important. I, I mean, I, and not even to, to over-exaggerate it. I, I think you have like the printing press, you have the internet, and then you have podcasting, which brings intimate conversations between strangers often um, into uh, everybody's headphones, you know? So, you know, when I was, you know, 18, I'm reading uh, Plato's Republic, and they're talking about this dialectic method of 
point and counterpoint and resuscitation and and the the kind of almost psychedelic um, experience of what good conversation is like that's podcasting and with podcasting we get to sit in on other people doing that you know so maybe if it's one out of ten one out of a hundred podcasts we listen to you have that like really interesting conversation where people are clicking and I, I think it's like healing for a culture. So for me, this is a dream job that we get to kind of sit at the gate and connect people that are, are kindred and, and can like create this unbelievable experience where we all get to be witness in, in an audience too. We're talking about connecting on podcasts with Ryan Estes and Brandy Whalen, and you can find them at kitcaster.com. And I'm going to spell that K-I-T-C-A-S-T-E-R.com. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about connecting on podcasts with Ryan Estes and Brandy Whalen. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Entrepreneurs around the world know that agility and flexibility are integral to building businesses that scale, and that's across all your core functions. I recently came across a company that thinks about payments through a radical new lens, Checkout.com. I like that they help you unlock more revenue with their connected payment services. There's connected and then there's super connected technology, and that's what Checkout uses. They have world-class fraud filters. They make Payless seamless, and that's a great thing. Did you know that merchants lose over $20 billion due to false declines? Wouldn't you love to capture more of that? And before I go on, did you know that 65% of merchants surveyed do not receive detailed raw response codes on failed payments? That's a huge percentage. I've been reading their free report, and I am astounded at the money lost. In a survey of 5,071 consumers across four countries, 52.1% were put off permanently from shopping on the site because of the complexity of the payment process. Can you believe that? Ouch. Could this be why you're not getting as many sales as you think you should? Are you leaving money on the table? Take a look. Just having an online checkout and taking credit card payments is actually the beginning of the story. Checkout.com is a leading cloud-based global payment solutions provider. Checkout's payment platform is purpose-built with simplicity, scalability, and speed in mind. Ideal for merchants looking to seamlessly integrate better payment solutions globally. Checkout.com offers improved acceptance globally, better and more actionable granular data, a flexible product structure that merchants can adapt to their needs, combined with truly personal white glove service. It's why brands across the globe like Pizza Hut, TransferWise, Klarna, Revolut, and Samsung trust Checkout.com. Checkout.com is the dominant choice for organizations that are looking for the fastest, most innovative, and reliable global payment solution provider. See if Checkout works for your business and set up a free test account in minutes at Checkout.com slash D-U-R-S-O. That's Checkout.com slash D-U-R-S-O. For a free test account, checkout.com slash D-U-R-S-O. 
That's C-H-E-C-K-O-U-T dot com slash D-U-R-S-O. And you can set up a free test account in minutes. All right, guys, check it out and tell me how you like it. Checkout.com slash D-U-R-S-O. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is Connecting on Podcasts with Ryan Estes and Brandy Whalen. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Brandy's and Ryan's mission is to put the world's top startup founders on the world's top podcasts and let them share their stories with a wider audience. If you have an amazing story to tell, they'd love to help you share it with the world. All right, and now back to the chat with Ryan and Brandy. And before we get into your vision path, who came up with the name Kitcaster and why, please? It's a very unique name. It's, you, you remember it forever. <laughs> well, I, I think Brandy and I both kind of were going back and forth with it. We both have experience with branding and kind of creating a brand. So we want to do something around podcasting. Um, casting is like a, a nice hard consonant. I thought two consonants together would be nice. Um, and kit you know, being kind of like a play on the word, like of a baby fox, or also you can create kits around podcasting. So it just had a snappy ring to it. The domain was available and we pulled the trigger. It's not a very romantic, <laughs> it's pretty preconceived, I should say. It works. Thanks. Let's get into your vision path. We talked about why podcasting is good for business. I believe you also say it's just plain good for humanity. Yeah. I stand by that. <laughs> okay, next question. <laughs> You've actually talked a little bit about this because, you know, the social media, it actually can tend to be a little bit impersonal. You, you know, people just throw stuff out there and then see if something is liked or not liked or how many comments or likes. And, it, you know, I've gone through my own evolution or so forth where I don't, social media as much as a verb, because I want more of that connection. And I'm always looking for more and more how to connect and engage with my audience, you know, real people talking. And I've been looking at various apps and social media sites, and I'm still on that warpath, but I'm very interested in how you've picked that. And what would you like to comment on that on, Brandy? Around just different platforms and social media? Well, why is podcasting good for humanity? Oh, well, I, you know, 100% align with, with Ryan. And I think that it's a conversation. And especially right now, when we're in a place that people feel so disconnected, it is a coming together of humans and having a real conversation with each other. And I think developing a relationship, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced this, Tony, but when you're when you have a guest on that you're having a wonderful engaging conversation with that relationship can carry on beyond the microphone right so um what a cool way to get to know someone and perhaps have this this relationship that extends beyond just an interview 
And um, I, yeah, I just, I, I think that especially now it's, it's more important than ever. And, you know, thinking about it from some of our, our clients' um, lens is that, you know, a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, they were traveling to conferences, they were going to meetings, they were engaging with people, and that's all been taken away. So it's, it's really important for folks to still be able to, to have these moments of connection and to figure out different ways to connect with maybe their uh, potential new client or customers. And, and podcast seems like a wonderful way to do that. You know, maybe I could piggyback on that just a little bit too. Brandy's totally right. You know, that's what we've seen is that podcasting, particularly what we do, you know, which is booking CEOs and founders on other people's podcasts, that these podcasts give them an opportunity to lead, you know, without conferences, without gathering, without um, any other kind of outlet. What are you left with? You know, you're going to post another uh, stoic quote on LinkedIn or, or something like that. And if you're good at that, then that's awesome, <laughs> you know. But writing for a lot of us is really difficult, you know. Um, and particularly writing with sincerity and like um, some kind of like a direction. Whereas podcasting gives you an opportunity to stutter, to like, like oh, wait, um, actually, I, I didn't mean that. Let me drop, drop back. It gives you a, a conversational kind of quality to um, to your content that you can't get any other way. You know, you can use sarcasm, maybe your humor, or maybe there's a twinkle in your voice that kind of hints to something else. You can, you can joke and kid around. You can, you can really get, uh, an idea of a person's personality. Um, and also I feel like under that condition, that's where like uh, leaders are going to shine, you know, like the true intent and what they want to do with their companies and with their mission and their values, like that's when that has an opportunity to come out. It's a lot harder to do that when you're trying to kind of uh, virtue signal on a social media platform. It seems like podcasting, at least from our experience, which is, you know, hundreds of clients that this is what's resonating with them, you know, is the ability just to talk it out a little bit. So I think the, 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 the marriage of like um, kind of a casual atmosphere in kind of a uh, charming amateurism that is podcasting. It's not like it's not really hard hitting interviews. You can you can meander a bit in in the uh, in the conversation. I, I think it lends itself perfectly for business and for founders and CEOs. Ryan, your company books people on world class podcasts, very very top rated, excellent shows, which is an amazing feat in itself. And you are, you've podcast, you've, as we talked about earlier, you've done, a, you've interviewed hundreds of people. And, you know, when you say podcast, some people, it's got such a wide range. Some people just will podcast from their bedroom, from their living room, from their, from their home office. But then some people, it's just a whole different paradigm. It's like they're in a recording studio doing the whole thing. So there's, there's different levels. And we've heard what we think are interesting and we have our, our selection of what podcasts we like, but what are some of the basics here? What makes for an interesting podcast interview? Ooh, like what do I like to listen for personally or? When, for, for the audience here, the audience that are listening, in this case, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, business owners, why would they want to listen to a show? What is it about that podcast? And we've talked about little components. 
I'm just doing I'm just doing a little bit more of a deep dive into what's so interesting about it that makes people keep coming back and listen. Okay. I'll answer this a certain way. So I interviewed 300 people and kind of what did I like to um, get out of it, I suppose. And I, maybe that's what my audience resonated with. Well, I don't know if it was because I was lazy or I liked the outcomes, but I wouldn't do any research on my guests at all. <laughs> so basically, you know, it'd be like, hey, Tony, um, what's your website? And five minutes before we go on, I would take a look at your website, maybe a quick glance at the LinkedIn, just get a very low level understanding of who you were. Um, but what it did is it created just a couple of first questions. So um, I would enter all my interviews with like a real earnest curiosity of who people are. I mean, I love people and I love to talk, you know, and I like to hear about people's stories. So really what I was looking for was just an entry point into kind of who they were and what they were doing so that I could get excited about what they're doing. A lot of that you know, I would have to have them explain to me what they're doing like I was a kindergartner because otherwise it might be over my head. But once I had it, then it was like, oh, cool. And I could get excited about the idea and kind of um, have that whole kind of uh, discovery process happen on air. So, you know, what I'm looking for in a podcast is like actually a conversation that has this earnest intent for people to kind of um, get excited about talking to each other. What do you think, Brandy? What do you, what do you like in in podcasts, yeah, I would. I I think that that is um, just a genuine conversation and an easy flow, right? Where you're, you may have some questions lined up just to prepare and kind of drive the conversation, but there's just like this natural organic flow that happens that takes this this path. And that was always, I think, what was interesting when I would have my clients on on Ryan's podcast is that sometimes, and I would tell them this in advance, I'm like. Just be prepared that you may end up talking about 80s music uh, or for a long time. <laughs> you know, whatever you're interested in, you could go down that road for quite a while. And I think that that's really cool. And really talented hosts are good at like picking, picking that up and running with it. And also just like, I just want to know that people are human. You know, I love hearing about, we, you know, we're all, we all struggle. And I think this, again, goes back to the social media conversation where you kind of only see the highlights, you know, you get to see the highlights of what people are dealing with. But when you're, when you're being honest and raw and you're being vulnerable in an interview, that to me is where it's at. And I think that, you know, when we talk to our clients, we, we say that, you know, nobody Nobody wants to hear you come on a show and pitch your service or product for 45 minutes, but telling us how you got there and how you maybe tripped and fell about 500 times before you got it right, that's what people want to hear. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about connecting on podcasts with Ryan Estes and Brandy Whalen. But first... It's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. I'm announcing special interview content for members only. Yes, just for you. I'm going to share special information from our guests not available on the regular podcast. As you know, I interview some of the most successful people in the world, elite entrepreneurs. 
They tell you how they beat adversity to make it to the top of their game. They share wisdom, advice, and resources with you to help you get to the next level. Our guests answer unique questions and provide more information, content, that those listening to the commercial edition with advertisements do not hear. Now I can share those extra minutes with our members. Yes, just for you. Here's what you get. You get to hear the weekly interviews without commercials, ad-free. You get to hear the bonus information provided by guests for members only. You get copies of my latest books at no additional charge for VIP members. And you get to ask me anything. I routinely pick the top trending questions and provide members with a specially recorded answer. You know it costs thousands for monthly coaching, but you get to ask me anything as part of your premium membership at no additional charge. Okay, guys, join now. Become a valued member today. And join in on the fun at TonyDurso.com slash member. I look forward to helping you grow in your career, business, and life. That's TonyDurso.com slash member. Check it out and tell me how you like it. TonyDurso.com slash member. I'll see you there. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is Connecting on Podcasts with Ryan Estes and Brandy Whalen. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Brandy says, quote, My passion is creating and sharing compelling stories for companies of all shapes and sizes. I also love coffee and welcome any opportunity to grab a cup in person or over video chat. Feel free to reach out, end quote. And now back to the chat with Ryan and Brandy. Brandy, we've, we've seen guests get interviewed on a podcast and then disappear and go somewhere else, never do anything more with it. And there's so much mileage that can be gotten out of a podcast and there's so much that can be done with it. I believe guests need to be trained in a way. Everyone needs to be trained if you're on a podcast on what you can really do with it. And I'd love to discuss some of the ways that we can leverage our podcast interviews. Yeah, that's that's definitely something that we try to focus in on at Kitcaster and encourage our clients to do. And one of the very first things that I tell people is connect with the host. You just had a, a great conversation. Ask how you can, if there's anything that you can do for them to help, you know, promote the episode. Um, anything they have coming up that you could maybe connect them to someone. I mean, I, I think that podcast hosts are phenomenal resource and have lots of obviously some lots of reach and you know just figuring out ways to continue that relationship I think is is really valuable and then beyond that sharing the episode on on social feeds there's certainly very creative things that you can do create little audiograms that give little snippets from the show if it's okay with the host Um, and maybe the host already has that created so ask them you know, ask how they're going to promote and, and help kind of spread the word. Um, I also think just as a, as a marketing and sales tool, 
we, what we hear a lot from our clients is that, you know, they, they get leads, they, people hit their website, they, they call them because they heard them on a podcast. And sometimes, you know, maybe it's a service or a product that's so it's a little bit harder to explain. And maybe there's a little bit longer of a sales process. And by the time that they've finished listening to an hour long interview, that potential client has a really good understanding of what you do and how you do it. So it can really shrink that sales cycle that could maybe be six months to a year long. And you have somebody hitting your website, scheduling a call with you, and they have a really good understanding. So, you know, I always encourage folks to put that in their email signature, get your put your recent episode in your, keep that fresh. You know, you're, maybe you're sending emails to the same people time and time again, give them something different to look at. So uh, there's just a lot of different ways that I think you can highlight the, the conversations you're having and perhaps even kind of repurpose some of the content as long as you get the okay from the podcast host. Ryan, any other ways that we can leverage our podcast interviews? You bet. Yeah. I mean, I love Brandy's idea of putting that little link in your signature, you know, hear me on a podcast and it goes to a link on your website where maybe you have five or six different episodes there. That's awesome. You know, um, I think also, and I like what Brandy's talking about too, of like humanizing the brand, you know, especially as a, uh, more and more we're using bots and automation to like kind of cover some gaps and, and help extend that sales cycle. You know, if you're using marketing automation or AI uh, chatbots and, and stuff like this, give them an opportunity to connect to the real person and let them know. You know, everybody knows you're kind of stuck in like somebody's drip automation, but you know, maybe you don't, you can, you can take a, a nugget out of that big podcast. You know, you're recording a podcast for 45 minutes, but maybe you have a hot three minutes where you just nail the points you want to, you know, edit that down, whittle that down, make that part of your automation sequence, you know, of like, hey, check out this key point um, from XYZ podcast right here. It's three minutes of your time, you know, to just um, nurture along the relationship. You know, uh, a lot of, lot that we talk to about our clients is like, you go on Tony D's show, you're going to get a nice chunk of top of funnel traffic from that, from Tony's audience, you know, and that's awesome. But that's really the cherry on top. You know, it's taking the audio, uh, repurposing it as an asset and using that in your sales and marketing funnels um, to get people off the fence, you know? Um, so it's a, a coercive kind of sales and marketing tool. And, you know, I think if you can marry that in some way with, with all of these robots we're using for some of our touch points, it, it really does do a lot to humanize, like, the values and the mission of the brand. Now, that's assuming that those are in the right place. Um, most of our clients are, like, really cool SaaS and tech platforms. And, you know, in all earnestness, they're trying to change the world for the better, you know, so that needs to come through. And it's hard to do that with an icon and a logo and a chatbot. You know, you need the passion to come through and podcast is perfect for that. Ryan, how do you build relationships with podcast hosts? And I believe that we want to look at some podcast hosts. They get like I get four or 500 requests a month easy to be on my show. How do I deal with that? Now, I'm not going to answer how I work on that. I'd like to get your point of view how to nurture that relationship to make a successful podcast and so forth. You know, I think always just maybe kind of how you treat anybody, you know, be respectful of their time, make it easy, you know, go for the low hanging fruit, 
You know, <laughs> all, everyone that comes to us, they want to go on Tim Ferriss, Joe Rogan, and how I built this, you know? And, and I would say some of them are prepared for that. You know, you want to go on Joe Rogan? It's like, okay, you want to smoke DMT and talk about aliens? I mean, if not, then probably that's not a great podcast for you, you know? <laughs> so it, it's, I think about like really understand what the podcast host wants. Um, and often that's to, to extend and build their audience. So if you're coming to the table and you're like, hey man, I got a million people on Twitter that love me. I've got an email list that's got 5 million people and I want to promote your episode to my people. But more than that, I want to talk to you because of these interviews I, I heard that you handled really well and I feel like you would be a perfect kind of springboard to get some of these ideas off, you know? So personalize it a little bit. Make it the thinking best interest of the podcast host because that's what they're going to be thinking of. Randy, anything else you'd like to add to that? Yeah, I, I I would just that last point I think is really important is, you know, I think we all kind of want to sell ourselves, you know, like why we would be so great on your show. And it's how could we help your like this is the things that we could bring to the table for you. Um, this is the conversation. This is the knowledge I could share. So really presenting it in a way that is less about trying to service your needs, but how can we come in and, and really help you? And, you know, once I think it's, it's a trust, it's a trust game. You know, once you work with us, you understand our process, obviously managing even just guests is, can be challenging sometimes. So if we're able to take some of that burden off of a host, off of a producer, and however that looks, that is what we want to do. And those are the relationships that we want to have. Brandy, with the current world events starting in early 2020, we believe most people being at home, there would be more people for podcasts, there would be more people to do podcasts and so on and so forth. Is that really so? Is there more opportunity now than ever before? I, I believe so, yes. I mean, I think that there are there seems to be a lot more people who are interested in being on podcasts. As I mentioned before, I think the removal of live events and just meeting in person, people have to figure out a way to share their message, to have important conversations. I think podcasting is has become that. I also think there are more podcasts than ever. And I, I would be so interested to see what those statistics are, uh, the spike in just new podcasts since COVID hit, since the pandemic, and people are kind of wondering and have all these ideas of, different topics that they would like to to dive into. Um, I know that a lot of the platforms, I mean, you think about like Spotify went real, really deep in on podcasts, just kind of right at the beginning of the pandemic. I think the way that people are listening has changed. I think before people listened while they were commuting, that's not really happening anymore. So, but I do think that folks are more tuned in just in general. Maybe they're doing household tasks or just, you know, going for walks and just trying to expand their knowledge in a time where they just, you know, kind of feel a little isolated. So I, I do think that podcasts have seen a huge surge just in a little bit of a different way. Brian, anything you'd like to add to that? Yeah, no, that's, I think that's totally spot on. You know, I think the numbers were, you know, podcasting was experiencing something like 17% uh, year-over-year growth in audience size. And then in 2020, it shrank down to maybe 9 or 10. 
which I think you can attribute exactly to what Brandy's talking about. You know, people are listening in their cars. Well, they're not in their cars anymore. They're listening on the treadmill. Well, they're not in the gym anymore. You know, so they're finding these new transitions. What, what are they doing? They're washing the dishes. They're folding laundry. Um, I know that there was a big growth I saw in uh, podcasts that are geared for falling asleep. You know, <laughs> whether it's that guy's classic podcast, I forget what it is, but he's just like talking and apparently he just has a really boring sounding voice or I shouldn't say boring. Like it's a bad thing. He has a soothing lullaby type voice. <laughs> he's got a giant podcast, but there's a lot more in this category of people finding these new opportunities since they have AirPods and they're walking around with them all the time um, to listen to podcasts. So, you know, the industry I think is growing. We're insanely bullish on podcasts, obviously. Um, and to see how the technology is kind of innovating too is interesting where we're having new paid opportunities where people are, you know, whether it's Luminary or other people that are trying to have subscription-based podcast feeds. Um, I've seen it's kind of a popular technique now that people will have, hey, pay me six bucks a month for my podcast feed or just send me a letter if you can't afford it and you like it and I'll give it to you for free. So what this kind of this shared reciprocity and this like f free value first kind of proposition, what podcasting has always been is still there. But I think people are leveraging their, their audiences now to say like, wouldn't it feel good to pay me for this? <laughs> and if it wouldn't, then I'll give it to you for free anyway. It's, um, it's interesting how it's kind of rolling out. This is the Tony D'Urso show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about connecting on podcasts with Ryan Estes and Brandy Whalen. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Hey guys, do you like to zone in sometimes on a good story that just takes you away from this world? We all need that sometimes, right? Here's a good book recommendation for you. I'm announcing a book that I've worked on for years with my co-author, SKR, and the title is Iman of Atlantis, Bitten. It's the first book, volume one. We've spent years on this, and it's been a labor of love. You can get it now at TonyDURSO.com slash Iman. It's a fictional story of what happened in Atlantis once upon a time, and there are multiple storylines that merge and converge together. Some of the key players are Bomo, the woodcutter, who's huge and is usually referred to as the ogre. Another character is Roni of Iman Hera. As an analogy, picture the most fierce and formidable samurai warriors imaginable who laid down their weapons in order to serve mankind. And in exchange for ending their fighting ways, the creator gave them healing powers and very special abilities. And now, the Iman are just a myth, a rumor, a legend, with most people not really sure if they are real or not. Then there's Crown Prince Ivand, Radon, Prince Corin, and it involves the main kingdoms of Karen, Carthenia, and a plot against Bodon. But you really need to look out for Queen Tara. I don't think you've ever run into someone so cunning, crafty, and evil, have you? Well, aside from Prince Corin, perhaps, and maybe some people you read about in the news, but I digress. You would think this has to do with contemporary times, but it was never written for that purpose. This first book is about the love of money, especially gold, and what people and rulers 
will do to get as much as they can. Get it now at Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com slash Iman. That's I-M-E-N. Enjoy a good read. Check it out and let me know how you like it. Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com slash I-M-E-N. You're listening to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Today's show is Connecting on Podcasts with Ryan Estes and Brandy Whalen. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Ryan says, quote, Our mission is to put the world's top startup founders on the world's top podcasts and let them share their stories with a wider audience. If you have an amazing story to tell, we'd love to help you share it with the world. End quote. And now back to the chat with Ryan and Brandy. Ryan, what are you looking to accomplish in the next few years with your company? Where do you, where do you see the future go? Well, I think Brandy and I, from the very beginning, were very intentional with what we want. Uh, we have a great relationship, and I think a lot of that's built around that we've had um, successes and failures as entrepreneurs. You know, so when we're thinking about building a business, we build it to sell, and that's probably as a reason to keep it nice and tidy and have everything functioning at a very high level. Whether we ever sell it, I mean, uh, there's no intention here. I think we kind of want to see w- what we can do, you know? How can we build a company in an image that would uh, resonate with kind of um, what's important to us, you know? So so figuring out what that is, is a, a daily joy and, and really exciting, you know? Uh, both Brandy and I have done uh, goods companies, software companies, entertainment companies, uh, all had kind of some strikes and gutters. When we were talking about Kitcaster, you know, how does scale happen for a Kitcaster type product where all we're doing is booking people on podcasts? Well, what it is, is it's, it's old school butts and seats. And for us to grow, we need to, to hire new people, you know? And so then it comes to like build a culture and like build a cool workplace that people are excited to work for that, um, there's upward mobility and enthusiasm and support for people, you know, and, and I think in the beginning, that was what was really exciting. You know, when you're, you're, you stop looking lean and mean with a four man team and 80% margins, you know, like, no, nah, man, let's make a cool place for, for people to learn and grow professionally and personally. Um, so I think, you know, in the coming years, you know, obviously we're set on making a lot of money and growing this thing as big as we possibly can but also doing good by the people that are with us. Brandy, anything else you'd like to add to that? Yeah, I think, you know, kind of coming from uh, the solopreneur world and coming into this where you have a, a colleague, uh, a team, and, you know, obviously there's struggles certainly every single day. But part of this is we, like, we believe in it. And we find joy and it's fun. And one of the things that we always tell everyone is there's no podcast emergency. So, you know, sure. Do things, do things slip through the cracks? Do um, guests not show up sometimes? Do um, recording links get lost? Absolutely. But we reschedule and we move forward. 
And every, this is just, it's meant to be a, just, it's meant to be fun. It should be fun for everyone, us and our clients. So I think just building a, building a company that is able to do that, that's our mission. Brandy, in the success of our businesses, we have certain protocols or regimens, routines that we feel really contribute to our success. What would you say, what habits, what routines do you have that you believe contributes to the success of your business and company? Yeah, so I get up early every morning. (laughs) Um, I get up around 4.30, I know. Um, And it is, I have three boys, um, so it is like my quiet time. So I get up at 4.30. I like to read, um, and I'm usually reading some sort of like business or, you know, maybe um, meditation book, something that kind of taps me into the day. And I like to just sit in silence and just kind of gather my thoughts and then um, and then kind of dive into it. Like I really do. And I kind of took this a little bit from a playbook from Ryan is there's always that one thing that's kind of like lingering over you. Maybe it's from the day before, maybe it's from two weeks ago that you just haven't done. And doing that first thing in the morning and just getting that out of the way is it's like just the best thing. It's like the, the one thing that's just been like haunting you and you just get it done right away. And then it just feels like the rest of the day is whatever happens, you won that battle right there. Ryan, how about you? What personal habits or routines do you feel really contribute to your success? You know, my number one thing forever was just breaking a sweat every single day. You know, I've, I've seen professionals and they wanted to maybe diagnose this and that. I was like, well, diagnosis? I think I just have extra energy. That was my self-diagnosis. And <laughs> I found that just like breaking a sweat, doing something like that every single day is really important to me. The problem was is, you know, 10, 11 months ago, I, I got, I injured my foot and it's hard to break a sweat uh, without your foot. Um, so I had to change that up. So in the last um, last year or so, I, I've been really enjoying just going for walks. You know, my family's really lucky. We we live next to this uh, beautiful lake called Sloan's Lake here. And so I can kind of walk around that. It's about three miles all the way around. Um, and I'll use kind of different breathing techniques around the lake to just uh, focus on different things. If I'm walking in the morning, there's kind of some breathing techniques to kind of make you more alert and awake for the day, if it's in the evening, to just kind of calm down. So, you know, again, it's like finding personal space and uh, maybe coming, and again, this is, I think, where Brandy and I resonate, is that if we're good as individuals, we're going to be good as leaders and we're going to be good as advocates for our clients. And we're going to be good because we'll be thinking of what's in the host's best interest and our team's best interest and our best interest. So, you know, finding ways to be centered and, and calm um, personally, I feel like spills over great for the business. Guys, I think we've got to wrap up here. Once again, we talked about connecting on podcasts with Ryan Estes and Brandy Whalen, and you can find them at kitcaster.com. You should find them and you will find them at kitcaster.com. Please find them. It's K-I-T-C-A-S-T-E-R.com. I love this interview, guys. Thank you for the energy and for sharing and regaling us with some very important facts and tips about getting on podcasts. Thanks, Tony. Thank you, Tony. This was great. Super fun.
Hey, fellow entrepreneurs, thanks for hanging out with me while I featured several elite entrepreneurs who took their vision to reality. I'm sure this was as inspiring for you as it was for me to do this interview. We learned some great points about connecting on podcasts with Ryan Estes and Brandy Whalen. You know, guys, there are so many podcasts. I'm sure that because of last year's events, so many more people are podcasting, and you should. However, when you're asked to get on a podcast or you reach out to a podcaster to talk about yourself, your new book, your company, and so forth, do you know the podcast's metrics? Do you know how many listeners and what country they're strong in, among other pertinent questions? I've been on a few interviews, and I was surprised. I was told how big the audience was, and so I jumped on the podcast, only to find a tiny audience listening that I could count on one hand. Now, I'm not against that because everyone has to grow, but you sometimes have to gauge your time and effort, and that's the point. It's simply a matter of how much time you have to spend and how much time you can put into getting interviewed. So it really has to count when you're running things really fast. I hope that's clear. And the reason I brought Brandy and Ryan onto the show is that they curate your needs and bring you to the right shows that will give you more of what you want for your company. There's a point where everyone needs to be more discerning and a company like this delivers exactly what's needed and more. I like how Brandy talks about the experience her clients get when they do a podcast interview. The person becomes much more real to people. As she says, they become humanized. If you've been on this side of the fence, you really get it in how powerful it is to get interviewed on a podcast. Podcasts get a lot more traction and engagement in the social feeds as opposed to industry mentions. And that's a great point. You don't necessarily know what traction you get on a press release or a mention in some periodical, but you surely know when you get engagement in the key social media sites. It's very true. And you know, guys, the engagement is faster and more gratifying. The connecting to the human behind the brand is so important, as Brandy states. And in listening to podcasts, she becomes much more interested in the brand and the person because of that podcast connection. Otherwise, that person and brand could go unnoticed. Ryan says that podcasting is the salve to soothing society. Very eloquently spoken. He states there seems to be some negative toxicity built into social media for some reason. Whereas podcasting is the opposite in that it encourages us to extend the other way, which is to be healing and nurturing and supportive. He's so right about even when you have somewhat opposing forces, when you bring them together in a podcast, you get more of a meeting in the middle. Don't you agree? Podcasting brings intimate conversations between strangers, often into everyone's headphones, and that leads to healing for our culture. At a time when people feel so disconnected, podcasting is a coming together of humans and having real conversations with each other. And as you know me well enough, I could talk about this for a very long time. There's so much more I got out of this interview, guys. What did you get? I'd love to know how you use this information to help you in your business or career. Did this interview give you any ideas for your business? Did it stimulate you to take some new action? Please share and grab hold of your vision. Decide you're either going to start something great or take it to the next level. You have to decide first. It always starts with a decision. And you can get my vision map to help you along the process. The ebook is at tonydurso.com. 
Dot-com slash books. I built my world in just a few years. I wrote up the vision map as my guide. You can do it too. All right, let's help you move on your journey to success. And please consider supporting this show with a nice review. Just go to ratethispodcast.com slash Tony. Thanks, everyone. And remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. So good seeds. Do good deeds and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 